So if you want to attract people that are good for you, for your business, for your partnership, for whatever it is, then you need to be fully true with them and yourself first. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, welcome back. It's the fourth episode for now. I'm very sad because it's an amazing series, the Leading with Your Head and Heart series with Florian Hager. And I enjoy the conversation so much that I'm a bit sad that it's the last one, but I'm sure there will be more things in the future um, that we're going to do together. And I'm also attending uh, some of the trainings and uh, stuff like this. So uh, at least me, I, I, I get more of that. <laughs> if you want to get more of Florian, you can still um, always connect with him on LinkedIn, check out his website and all the things he's doing. The links you can find on creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. Welcome back, Florian. Hey, welcome and nice to be back again. Yes, today we are talking about vulnerability. Um, a topic I think that is... Mm, not so uncommon anymore, but also not common, I think. And it's very, uh, sometimes can be very difficult for people to get in touch with that side of themselves. And maybe even more so for men than for women. I don't know. What, what do you think? But um, I'm looking forward to hearing all about it. I hand over to you, Florian. Thank you, Christine. I want to start this topic with uh, a little saying that I, I keep repeating over and over because I think it's so, so essential for many people. And I, I used to say that to my own wife. I used to learn it for my own. I used to say that to so many of my clients that sit here, talk to me, hanging heads. And they're like, I need to be strong for everybody. It's always everything is on me. Everything is laying on my shoulders. And if I'm not strong, nobody will follow. And I always keep saying the same thing. Real strength, my friend, means to have the courage to be weak. If you don't dare to be true to yourself, don't dare to be real, show up the way you really are without pretending and anything, you are not showing up congruently. You're sending mixed signals. You're not being authentic. It costs your integrity and people will not take you as serious as it could be because people stop trusting you when you don't speak the truth which doesn't mean that you have to share everything but it means that you have to say for now this is how I feel and it's okay to feel that way so I give you the allowance as my client as my employee as whoever you are in this relationship to show up real as well. And so people feel comfortable. People feel like I can be me around you. And now I see you as someone I want to spend time with because I see, I see you as someone who is an authentic leader. And this is basically when I say integrity and authenticity and authentic leadership comes with vulnerability, when you show up real, when you have the courage to be vulnerable and true. 
And my question is to you now, Christine, what is vulnerability to you more than just showing up the way you are? What do you say? Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, of course, uh, being more authentic. Um, and being authentic is not easy for a lot of people. For me, it always seemed to be quite easy. But when you started saying, it's always me, I need to be strong, I could identify so much a couple of years ago or one and a half years ago or whenever all this uh, pandemic stuff happened and also a lot of health issues arrived in um, families and things like that. And I really felt that I had to be strong for everyone. Everyone was uh, uh, complaining, everyone was uh, crying, everyone was doing things, which is lovely and great and they have to. Um, but I, I felt that I wasn't Oh, I, I told myself, of course, I was allowed to, but I, I thought I wasn't because I had to hold it together to for everyone else as well. I had the feeling until I had mm. a little uh, shout and then breakdown um, <laughs> saying, OK, no, it's and I said exactly that. It's always me that has to be strong for you and for you and for you. And I cannot do this. I have I have also the right to cry, to shout, to to feel uh, not good <laughs> and um, mm -hmm. that was very uh, liberating mm, and I think vulnerability is also um, to admit that you, maybe you did something wrong okay sometimes mm -hmm. people um, especially if you are a leader um, they, I don't make mistakes or you think oh god I made a mistake but I can't tell them because then they won't see me as a as a good leader but no one knows uh, everything and no one is right all the time I mean I'm right most of the time of imagine, course <laughs> imagine <laughs> I, I really love what you say and I really need to interrupt you because I can't remember everything you said to respond to everything um, <laughs> imagine what message you send implicitly when you hide your mistakes as a leader People are not stupid. People see that something is off. People see something went wrong. People discover that there will be mistakes because you know it's information and it's out there. But what happens when people find out with, without you telling them, with finding out you hiding it? What is the message? The message is that I am not allowed to make mistakes here in this place. It's, it's a zero tolerance for mistakes. So I need to hide everything. I need to pretend. I cannot be weak here. I cannot make mistakes. There is no room for growth from mm -hmm. mistakes. So, and what happens is that we start lying, not to ourselves only, but even to our colleagues. We start pretending, we start hiding things. And this is when I would say shit starts hitting the fan. Because when this becomes a philosophy, when this becomes a habit, and a lot of people are infected by that, then imagine what happens when you always only find out that, that errors are done afterwards and when it's way too late or they're unfixable because everybody's trying just to hide his mistakes or her mistakes. So it's very, very powerful as a leader is to be someone who is going forward and say, it's okay to make mistakes. And if you make a mistake, mistake please tell me. And you don't only say that, if you want to act accordingly and be congruent with that, then you show your mistakes. So you give people the allowance to show up when they have a mistake and say, hey, um, it's hard enough for me, but I saw that it's maybe okay to tell you that I did something wrong. And 
this is the, the, the time when people start to open up and everything starts to become more close. It's when, when working is more than just work, when people feel free, when people go to a place where they say there is a space for growth, there's a space for me showing up real. This is a space where I can be myself and I don't have to go inside. And like many people do or say, uh, when they check in, turn off the personality, turn off their values, turn off their thinking of whatever they are doing or just put on a mask to pretend to play a role, to get along and come through the day, this kind of stuff. And this is how it starts. So as a leader, it's always like with the words of John Grinder, you go first. And the other thing you said before, before you said that really resonated with me because I, I had that too, like carrying everything on my shoulder. And it's, it's very funny because I thought it was so obvious to me that I, I have to be the one. I need to be the one that is strong for everybody because I am strong enough. And if I'm not doing it, who else will do it? And I finally found out, I decided to do that when I was probably eight, nine, 10 years old. When I learned that the world is weak and I am strong. So I need to be strong for everybody. And I kept doing this for the first 30, 35 years of my life. And like you said, it needed a meltdown. But in my case, it was a meltdown under, in, in, an, uh, in a safe environment and a safe space because, of course, I myself go to coaches. I myself do all that stuff that is necessary to discover the weak spots, to turn them from inside out become more congruent to myself because sometimes we are even lying to ourselves so much that we don't even know that we are lying because we're so convinced that this is my truth and when i had that meltdown in in that environment and i, I realized when i broke down and i was shouting and i was crying i was like i always have to be strong for everybody and i'm tired i can't do it anymore and i i realized oh my god i didn't even know i was feeling that I didn't even know I was thinking that. And since then, life's easier. And what also comes with that, for me, this is one of the most powerful things is the more I become true to myself, the more I show up real, is the more I pull or attract people into my life that suit better for me, that fit better to who I am. Because, and this is another story when friends tell me, I don't know why he's dead, but it's always the wrong person I attract from a business. I'm looking for partners, looking for employees, and this is what I'm doing in my job. And other people even say that for their partners as girl or boyfriends. I'm always attracting wrong people. I have my interview. I have all the things, the topics I look through. I've learned that stuff. That's what I'm doing. And yet... I attract people that are not good for my business, not good for my projects, not good for me personally. What is it? And I say, how do you show up? What do you pretend to be? How, how do you act? Or are you truly yourself? Because when you play a role to attract people, 
So they like you more. So they are more like, oh, I need this job. Oh, I want to work with this person. Oh, this is amazing. But actually, this is not you. You attract what's not good for you. So if you want to attract people that are good for you, for your business, for your partnership, for whatever it is, then you need to be fully true with them and yourself first. Because then only people, as a, people can say beforehand, I like that, this tick of that person. And usually everybody has a tick. And I, I have not a choice to decide whether I want to go along with that, whether I want to be with that, or I don't. And this is also a part of vulnerability. Vulnerability has so many faces that why I asked before, because I am always very curious what other people think about of what is vulnerability, because it has so many facets. It has so many faces. Is there anything that comes up when you hear those things? No, I think, uh, again, I can identify with a lot of them. And it's uh, nice to hear that other people have uh, similar experiences. And um, also coming back to the point that when you as a leader or even within a team, if you're not the team leader, um, don't show vulnerability, don't admit to have done maybe a mistake or anything, how that affects all the others. And this is, I think, what most people are not aware of, that your actions affect other people in a good or in a not so good way, maybe. Um, so thank you for sharing that. No, I... I, uh, yeah, no, it's not much else I can say because I just agree. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just had that yesterday again. And I had a two days intensive coaching with a very inspiring person. And he was talking about his environment and his job that sometimes it's, it's kind of boring. It's kind of going there and, you know, nothing's happening. People are like very reserved and, he wants more action, he wants more power, he wants more openness. And I say, but if you are not the one who is allowing others to open up, who will do it? If you are not the one who is going for in front of them, if you're not showing it, who is giving the others allowance? It's a, a, very, a very simple metaphor, which I love a lot. It's like, imagine there is a club this beautiful music playing, the DJ standing in front on his pult is enjoying him or herself, but nobody is dancing, is enjoying him or herself by herself or himself. And the dance floor is empty till one person or two or three people decide that we give others allowance by allowing themselves first to conquer the dance floor go out on the dance floor, start moving to the beat, enjoying themselves, showing up powerfully, showing up real, giving others now the permission to do the same. And I believe it's a very simple, but so powerful metaphor for everything in life. That when you are the one who is going first, you give others the permission to follow. So if you want to change something in your environment, you go first. And the next thing that comes with this kind of vulnerability is basically when we grow up, what happens is that 
I believe every one of us, no matter where you come from, no matter which background you have, no matter how well your education was, how amazing the parenthood was from, from your parents, whatever it is, we all suffer from traumatic experiences. Like it's not as bad as it seems. It's just experiences that we remember when we think back that still hurt us because we got hurt somehow. Someone, someone said something to us Someone did something to us. It could be a teacher, it could be a classmate, it could be anything. So the more we have those experiences, the more we try to change ourselves, to become something else. So this cannot ever happen again. So we try to pretend something. We put on a mask. And many of us have a lot of those masks. And the more of those masks we have, the more stiff we become because suddenly, we're always thinking about what is other thinking about me? What are they saying? Am, how am I moving? How am I like perceived? And all this thing, we're second guessing all the time and we're so self-conscious. And all this thing costs so much energy because it's this internal chit-chat that is continuously going on that occupies so much mental capacity and so much mental space that we're basically not even focused. We're not, this is, what is flow? Flow happens when we stop that internal dialogue is when we stop that second guessing ourselves is questioning ourselves all the time is when it be, when it gets quiet inside so now imagine for me the way of growing up means you go through life you make these experiences everybody does you build on those masks you become more and more stiff you become more and more inflexible in how you do what you do how you show up because you always think what others say and so on and all of a sudden, many people say at some point, I can't handle that anymore. I want to break out. I want to be free. And freedom doesn't come with a passport. Freedom doesn't come with money. Freedom doesn't come with all those things. It can. It can help you. But freedom only comes when you use those things to rid yourself of those masks, of those limitations, self-made limitations. And my belief is growing up means to rid yourself of those things that hold you back and become who you really are go back and become that child you were long time ago become as playful as free as emotional as the child but bring everything along that you have learned on your journey to get there and now the loop is closing and you become a grown-up that can be child, can be grown up. It's all inside you. You become now an integrated person and you're free. And now you can go before the others. You can go first. You can show others to be free. And I think this is authentic leadership, giving others the permission. And of course, what comes with that, and that is the beautiful side effect. Flow happens automatically when you find a way to rid yourself of those thoughts, of those limitations, of those things that hold you back. When you tap into your, nat in your nature, in your natural flow, because you're acting in a way that is absolutely integer, integer, if this is a word in English, 
to your own values, to what you think is right, to what's good for you. And this is what allows flow. And when we are in flow, we can do so much more in so little time. We save so much energy because we have way more focus. When it's quiet in our mind because we, we are free of concern, free of chit-chat, free of second-guessing, free of blah, 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 blah. Then all of a sudden, it's like, it's like something falls off. You become light. And all of a sudden, when you focus on something, it becomes laser sharp. Because this is what it is when, when those things, that, that this weight is gone. You become so aware of everything that happens on the outside and on the inside. And now, because you have that freedom, because now you have that awareness, you become so empathetic towards yourself and others because now you feel yourself and only when you feel yourself can you feel others and now you know how people feel before they know because your sensual acuity is so enhanced and now imagine what kind of leader you can be now imagine with that power with that freedom with that focus with that energy you have that you don't waste on second guessing and so on how much easier it is to lead, how much easier it is to get things done. And I think this is how we wrap up everything from the first talk to this last talk, where all those things we have been speaking about now fall into place and make one round thing. It's all one journey. From the first chat we had, you and me, Christine, till now, all this now, I, I hope, kind of makes sense why we're talking about state, why we're talking about emotions, why we're talking about vulnerability, because it's all going in one direction, finding yourself, finding inside yourself that, that liberated way of living, that power, that strength that comes with it, that authentic leadership that automatically arises so that people come to you and say, I feel so great with being with you. I can be so myself and I don't feel judged and I, I can make mistakes. I can learn with you and I trust you because I feel that what you say is what you do. I feel that what you do is what you say, that you're real and now I can be real. Imagine you could be that kind of leader also because um you mentioned you go first you mentioned this now and you also mentioned in other episodes in different aspects and i think it just shows nicely that it's really being a good leader you need to lead you need to walk the talk yeah walk the talk that way uh, you need to mm -hmm. be an example for other people what you want them to be um you and then but the same is with the self-care we talked about this you come first you need to take care of yourself before you can take care of others so we're not talking about being egoistic here but we're talking about making sure you do what you expect others to do um because how how can you expect others to do something that you wouldn't even dare to do <laughs> um and also um, uh, creating uh, the right not the right there's not not right or wrong, but a positive 
open um, atmosphere in within the team, colleagues, clients, mm. friends, family, even no matter what, um, admitting if something was not right from your side um, and there we can talk about ego probably for another uh, two hours but uh, we don't for now but um, you go first you come first you need to lead by example um, to be able um, yeah to be authentic emotional to lead with your head and heart and that's what uh, Florian and his work is all about to looking into your head so logic, uh, rationalizing things, learning things, doing things, uh, planning, but also with your heart, with your emotions, learning to deal with those for yourself um, and learning to be able to um, help others with things as well. And this is uh, mm -hmm. why I'm, I'm very fascinated by everything that you're doing, Florian. Um, I, want, I want to finish with one thing. Mm -hmm. And it just came to me that most people feel stressed throughout the day from their jobs. Most of them feel stressed because time pressure, because of this kind of facade they're playing or the roles they're playing. It, it can be anything. Um, what a study in Wisconsin about stress found out is that the best stress release there is, is oxytocin. And oxytocin is, we call it, we, we know it as the cuddle hormone, we would say in Germany. I don't know if you say that in English. It's basically a hormone we, we produce through being together with someone, through touch. And the fun thing is, it's not mere physical touch. That could be a hug with someone you like, could be a handshake or looking or staring in someone's eyes really like intensely and, and real. Oxytocin also gets produced through emotional touch, mental touch, which means if I say beautiful things to someone, if I give you compliments, I say, Christine, amazing, thank you so much for that podcast. You're really doing a great, great job. You're, you're really providing value for the world. Produces oxytocin, in you as well as in myself, which is the best anti-stress thing there is. They found out that people who have strong relationships and have, uh, let's say, a safe place where they go before or after the work, people that can they can relate to, where they can show up real, where they can talk about their stuff, where they can really connect, have so much oxytocin produced, which brings down the stress, strengthens the heart and makes them more resilient to stress. And now it comes, helps them to deal better with stress and become older and get old more healthy than people who don't have those safe spaces where they can be truly themselves. So again, it's vulnerability that helps us to come down from stress, bond with others, and deal with stress more efficiently and grow older, more healthy. One of the things I always say, if you can't be yourself, you can't be truly happy. <laughs> and I think that uh, would be reflected in, in all kinds of things. And we all should not, and yes, and I think you mentioned it in another episode, of course, we are, have all a bit of a different behavior in, when we talk to different kinds of people. Now, so um, probably to you, I speak in a different way than I speak to my boyfriend, than I speak to a client, than I speak to 
maybe when I was employed uh, to, to a boss or a colleague, because we all have different relationships with each other and um, we know each other on different levels um, and in different depth. So all the facets that we have, uh, each one of us, are not always shown to everyone. It takes time to get to know someone and it takes courage um, to be yourself. And uh, mm. this is what we would like to encourage everyone. Um, and I always say, of course, we have these different behaviors, but we should be always authentic, no matter in, in which kind of way. So we shouldn't lie. Integrity is very important to me and authenticity in general. And only this mm. way, um, this way also you never have to remember anything because you're just yourself. And uh, sometimes people get caught up in what kind <laughs> of personality they are with, with, with what kind of person. Um, Am I right now? Wait. Oh, yes. Which one? <laughs> which one? What did I tell you? Um, so just just be yourself. Have the courage to be yourself. Not everyone will love you for who you are, um, and that's okay because you don't love every person. Um, but you should love yourself and be happy with who you are, and then people will see how amazing you are. Um, and that's everyone that's listening at the moment, um, because we're all individuals. We're all the way we are with. Um, good things bad things if you want to call them flaws weaknesses uh, these are all words that fly around in this world if they are i don't know and you have to decide that for yourself but make sure you come first you go first <laughs> to lead by example <laughs> to create a better world around you <laughs> yeah and i want to go with one last thing i want to give you as a listener everyone who's listening right now a little exercise you choose whether you want to take me up or like on this exercise and go for it or not. But, you know, just try and see what happens and what it does to you. So the exercise is very simple. Every day, every single day, no matter how you feel, you find the courage to speak up to people, whether you know them or not. Whenever you feel the impulse, to say something like a compliment, you find something beautiful, or you can even force yourself to say something beautiful. Just see how creative you are. When you meet a person on the street, whether it's a colleague or it's someone, it could be anyone, you choose and speak, up a speak out a compliment. See how creative you can be and how deep you can go from, hey, I like your jacket, which is not so deep to, I really like the way you appear. There's something in your eyes. I don't know what it is, but I really like it. It really attracts me. See what it does to you and feel inside. Whenever you say something, how people respond, what, what it makes with you. And if you do that three times every day, do it for the, for the next three weeks and see how things change for you. Your relationships, your, your mood, your state, and so on. Okay, everyone, and make sure if you have not listened to the first three episodes to do that. If you want to re-listen to some of them to take some more notes, feel free to do so as well. And um, connect with Florian. You can find all the links on creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. So that just leaves me to thank you so much for your time, input, interesting, inspiring conversations, Florian. And um, I'm looking forward to some more work we might do together in the future. Yeah, looking forward. And thank you so much for having me here. It was awesome talking to you. And yeah, all the best to the listeners and good luck on the journey to whether grow up or become more vulnerable, find your power state 
and become that authentic leader that you wish to be to be able to have the courage to go first and mm -hmm. give others permission yes thank you bye for now bye that was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.